The following podcast you're about to listen to is brought to you by the Push Start Media Network, where everything you do in life begins with Push and Start. episode of the sports your enthusiasm podcast you know me i am your humble host bryce benjamin along with my guy the man of the hour you know him you love him ed Ruder in the building wow that was a great intro you know i'm just trying to change it up every episode they know me they love me i wasn't sure but I tend to believe you on most things. I'm so. assuming they love you. <laughs> yeah. I, I love you. That's great, man. I love you, too. Thank and you. also, if I was to tell people how great I'm doing today, uh, they'd just be jealous. So I'm not even going to. That's how great I'm feeling today and about today's episode. Hey, man, never be pumped. afraid to share your happiness. Wow. Wow. That was like... Never be afraid to share your happiness. And now he's a philosophizer. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody makes me bleed my own blood. <laughs> this is started off really great. That's a classic. That's a yeah. classic movie, by the way. Yeah, we've got several dodgeball references in early, which is fair because this is a sports show, and uh, dodgeball is uh, one of the classic uh, top thirty sports of all time. So it has that. That movie has so many quotables, <laughs> and there's a quotable I want to say that I'm not going to say it, but it has to do with like a doorknob. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not saying that nope. one. Nope. That, but, bring it back. Bring yeah. it back to the topic. Bring, yeah. it, bring us back. Lead us here. All Go. right. So we're talking about the uh, NFL top 100 players voted list that came out recently. <sighs> there's a uh, needless to say, there's um there's a uh, I mean, it's been a lot of it's, it's some controversy that's going on with this list. Right, Ruder. And um, I mean, we're going to break it down. We're going to give our thoughts and opinions on it. But um, overall, man, kind of looking at this list, when you first initially seen it, when you went through uh, how the uh, the players voted, what was your initial thoughts? Like, what were some of your initial thoughts looking up and down the list? Well, I mean, some of the things just, uh, you know, when you whenever you put a list together like this, and we'll get more into it as we go up and down the list here yes. uh, in full, but uh, some of the placement of players, a lot of times, you know, so much of this is subjective because it's just it's players voting. Right. So I want to make sure that we're very clear on that, that this is a player's vote. So I actually I take a lot more of this into consideration than I would like, you know, sports writers voting or, you know, some dudes in a room from a website yeah. right? or like me and you. Right. Like these are guys that are out there on the field playing against these players. So I think that makes it a pretty cool list. With that being said, it seems as though a lot of times players tend to lean towards. Uh, you know, veteran players that they respect a lot that maybe aren't worthy of the placement that they are on this list. Yeah. Uh, so I'll, I'll talk a little bit more about that as we go on. But all in all, I think for the most part, you know, when you're talking a top 100, you know, you've, you figure there's 32 teams. So approximately like the top three players from each team, approximately. Right. And I, I think to that end, uh, you know, they, they nailed the list uh, pretty well. I thought that was on, a, on the whole pretty good i see some of the controversy that's out there some of the things people are talking about and we'll definitely get into it but you know when you're doing something like this i could argue that you know, how they scored it was weird or some of the players that were selected were weird but uh if, when you're doing a hundred guys it's it's not a terrible list yeah um at the same time i think some of these players was high as shit when voting yeah, I mean, so again, like, no, no, like, like, like high as fuck. They like, might have been like gone. They might have been, and weed's legal in a lot, a lot of states now. No, no, so no, no, fine. not weed. No, something no, else. Yo, you don't make, some, yeah, you don't make this list off weed. Well, okay. Yeah, like, so you hate you? You're not a fan. I, I, n- no. Okay. Well, I'm interested to hear. I'm interested to hear I'm why. A, so there's, because <laughs> I mean, <laughs> there's certain parts of it that I did enjoy. Obviously, Lamar Jackson being number one. I was gonna say. I mean, what else are you looking for? Nope. You know, I fucking love it. But there's other instances. Like, all right, so one, okay. first of all, offensive linemen, it seems like they don't get credited as much as they should be. Sure. Yeah. All right, so I think it should be more linemen on their period. And then two, the fact that Carson Wentz was not 
in the top 100 players for 2020 after he got that fucking Eagles team to a playoff berth with practice squad players. He's throwing at mannequins out there. Throwing over 4,000 yards and over, what, 30 touchdowns? Mm-hmm. You got to be fucking kidding me. Yeah. You got to be fucking shitting me, bro. Yeah, that's that's tough. I just, I, I don't. Chris again. Carson is ahead of, come on, bro. Chris Carson's good, man. Buddha Baker. Awesome. What else you got? Just say a name. I'm going to give another superlative. <laughs> Josh Allen. <laughs> you, you, you stumped me. Son of a bitch. 100 players. You name the one I don't have anything nice to say about. Oh, no, he's got a strong arm. Cannon, right? And yeah. Monster cannon. Sick on laterals. Can just throw it a mile. Just throw it anywhere. Just he'll throw just, it out of the stadium. Sideways, he'll throw it. It doesn't just matter. Overthrows all day. <laughs> yeah. he all can, day. He's overthrowing some of the fastest dudes on the planet. That's tough. <laughs> you know, he overthrowing. That's impressive. The fastest dudes on you the know, planet. If you have to switch a negative to a positive, that is the way you would do it, bro. That's the way you do it. He's strong. Yeah. Quite strong. And no disrespect to Josh Allen, but you know. Nah, he's fine. All right, man. Um, so all we want to do is you want to kind of start from 100 to 91. Um, you got the list up? Yeah, I got the list up here. Yeah. I, I want to see these parts. So I get that. The, the Carson Wentz thing is crazy. but That's I'm, ridiculous. I'm interested to see where else you have such major disagreement. There's a couple of players that should be on I this mean, list. This is That's a list, that, list that has your quarterback at number one, right? Which in and of, in and of itself was a minor controversy. Yeah. Right? So I'm interested to see where all the, where all this hate came from, man. I, I can't wait to dive into it. Yeah, I'm not here. a big fan of this list. This list kind of showed me that, um, and all due respect to the players, you know, they go against these guys every Sunday. Their insight is definitely should be valued. But at the same time, um, I think it kind of goes to show that uh, sometimes like players don't. I mean, like they're, it's just not it's not a good list sometimes. Well, I think they're I mean, they're they've got subjective opinions just like anybody else. I think Very that fair. they I Very think fair. that they, um, you know, they might have a obviously a better insight than you and I. Right. So I respect that a little bit. But ultimately, like I said, the thing that I've seen is it, it leans towards veterans and we'll get more into that. But some of the guys, I mean, for me. One of the biggest guys that's really down, Levante David. I mean, he's arguably a you know, you know, top three, top five linebacker in the NFL, all the way down at one hundred. I think that was very surprising. And I thought that would be one of the guys that you know, just the way he can cover sideline to sideline, he can drop into coverage, he can blitz, he, he kind of does it all. Starting off the list, right, you know, right at a hundred. This might be a long episode if we go this way, but yeah. you know, starting right at a hundred, I mean, right there, you could say that's a guy that for me could leap way up the list. Um, how about the fact that Darren Waller is at 99 and Darren Waller had a great season and, you know, he had a really good season for the Raiders, but, uh, fucking Mark Andrews pro bowl tight end for the Baltimore Ravens who, uh, led all tight ends with touchdowns with 10 over 800 yards receiving. He's not on the list. I got a gripe there. I think maybe that the players are looking that, you know, uh, Mark Andrews was a little bit more a product of the system. They had a great, I mean, obviously they've got a great quarterback, great team, great coaching, uh, you know, a three tight end system that kind of lends itself to tight ends being successful, right? Whereas with Waller, he was kind of the dude there. I kind of came out of nowhere to, he elevated himself amongst the other receivers after Amari Cooper was gone. Kind of out of nowhere, Waller came in and I thought he did a great job. I, again, deserving of this list. I mean, if you're going to throw him on there, I mean, 99 is a pretty good spot for him. So I'm not mad that Waller's on the list. I'm mad that, that, that Mark Andrews is not. That's that's my argument. Well, that's fair. So here's the, the thing that I'll say about it, though, is that when you start going through this list, you you, you got to think to yourself, OK, if all these guys that I like that should be in there that aren't right. Mark Andrews, Carson Wentz, Julian Edelman, maybe uh, it's like, OK, then you got to start looking at who do we throw off the list? And I think that's some interesting ones, too, that I, you know, we'll look at those, obviously, too, and say, yeah, I don't know about this guy. You know, so uh, got to be thinking about this. That's already three spots real quick. You know, if we're talking, you know, Edelman, if you're talking Wentz, you're talking. So now we got to throw three dudes off the list. It gets tough, man. I, I get it's it. It's not that tough. I can do it right now oh, for you. Yes. Take out Darren Waller. Take out Chris Carson. Oh, yeah. And then what? That's then two. what, tough guy? Take out Josh Allen. Okay. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Right there. All We're right. good. Replace right. those three with Carson, those three. Carson, you think, is out? Carson's a hell of a player, man. He's really good. Who? Chris Carson? Chris Carson. Yeah, he's really good. I mean, it might not be Carson Wentz. Might right. be the lesser of the two Carsons, they got, but I mean they that's got not the wrong bad. Carson in there. They got the wrong Carson. And, and, and that's the thing too. I don't want to try like sound like I'm disrespecting these guys that made the list. Shout out to them. Congratulations. Uh, sounds that way though. But that's hey, hey listen, it, it, there's just better players that should be on this list. Okay. That, that's all my argument there. Okay. Um, but all right, so 191. Um, like I said, the two names that kind of stick out for me was uh, Darren Waller and Chris Carson. Name that sticks out to me there is Allen Robinson. 
Do you think Allen Robinson's still a top hundred receiver? I just like Allen Rob- another one. That's another one you yeah, could. I, I think you can pull him off of there. I mean, I like, think there are guys he's, like he's better than killing. Yeah, he's better than Kenny Galladay last season. So I don't know. I don't think he's better than Cortland Sutton either. Who right. I, who I don't think was on the list. Right. right? Exactly. So, I, Allen Robinson. I think again. So this is one of those guys. He's a bit more of a veteran. He came out. He was out years ago. You know, with uh, with Jacksonville. Him and Allen Hearns uh, tore it up there for a season. I want to say back in like fourteen or fifteen or something like that. Back yeah. with Jacksonville, and he never quite put it together with. With uh, Chicago, uh, you know, you could argue quarterback play there. I guess he's still a threat when he's healthy. Too, he had a but decent season. Yeah, yeah. what ninety eight catches, almost twelve hundred yards, and seven touchdowns. Yeah, he had a, he had a rebound season yeah. last year for sure. It was like his first really good season since the Jaguars. Yeah, uh, but I, I, you know, you could see it. But I mean, I don't know. Is he better than some of those other guys? I don't know. It's tight. But I mean, these guys were talking the bottom ten on the list. So right. you know, there's a lot of guys. Oh, it's going to get worse. <laughs> it's I believe get worse. it. I believe it. All right. So then. Next, uh, 90 through 81. Okay. All right. Here's an, another guy I think that's not there yet. Number 90, the, yeah. the uh, <laughs> lowest quarterback on the list, Kyler Murray. I was just uh, going there. I mean, he's, I, I think there's, you know, unlimited potential there. He, he could be great. You know, uh, we've seen the strides that quarterbacks can make in their second year. But, man, yet, I mean, that's, I think they're, if, the, if anything, the players here are going off of, like, athleticism yeah. and potential here, which I think is kind of weird because most of the list kind of leans towards veterans. But interesting that, you know, so many of the players think that Kyler Murray is a top 100 player. I don't know what they're what, – like, what's the criteria? Like, what were they thinking when they was doing the vote? How, the, how does the, the points add up for these players is my question as well. Because Kyler Murray, as awesome as I think he's going to be, as he's good – he's a really good rookie last year. You know, he had a really good season to be a rookie – uh, rookie quarterback in the NFL. Again, he was not better than Carson Wentz. All right. I got problem with both the quarterbacks right now. Kyler Murray and Josh Allen. They should not be in the top 100. They was not better than, and I'm going to keep saying this. They were not better than Carson Wentz. Uh, Matt Ryan had better seasons than they did. Mm-hmm. Albeit, you know, the Atlanta Falcons was what? A seven and nine, eight and 18. Yeah. Matt Ryan still had a very good season uh, statistically. There's something that's just very vanilla about Matt Ryan that's just unexciting, and I don't know. I because you look at his numbers though over like the last ten years or so, they're really good. Yeah, and he's had a lot of success there. But it's just like I don't, I don't know. There's just something every year. There's just something that makes you like not believe in Matt Ryan, right? Like he he's not a, a he's not a a playoff performer. Yeah, and there's just no sizzle there. Yeah, you know what I mean, he's like bacon that's old and crusty and not fun anymore it's just eh, it is what it is it's, yeah. still, it's still okay yeah but it's not it's not your go-to i, I feel you I, I get the same sentiment about him as well but he he puts up the numbers he does yeah you know I mean? he's, he's had the luxury of working with some great players oh, over yeah. the years i mean julio and um before i think it was i think he was still there with like roddy white and yeah everybody, he came right? in with so, roddy and julio yeah well so, he came in with roddy and then they drafted julio the year yeah. after i think yeah so i mean he's, he's had after. killer players around him i think tony gonzalez was there towards the end of, of his career uh-huh so yeah, he's had a lot of great guys to work with, good coaching. So I can see why Matt Ryan's not on this list either. I mean, he doesn't really excite you as a guy you throw on this list. But Is he a better player last year than Kyler Murray and Josh Allen? I, I mean, yes. I mean, I, are we talking just production, though? Or are you saying, like, okay, so we put, you know, Matt Ryan on the Cardinals. What does he do with the Cardinals? What does Matt Ryan do with the Bills? I mean, do you think he's, you know, leaps and bounds better than those players? I mean... I don't know. It's, it's at this tough. stage, from, I'm just and I'm just taking it from this perspective, like from last year, because I'm this the 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 top 100 players from 2019, 2020, right? right. That's what I'm uh, that's what I'm taking off of. Well, what I'm taking of, from this is it is it top players from last year? Or is it top players going into this year? I think it's top players from last year. It got to be. It got to be top players from last year, right? I mean, you would think it's saying like top players of 2020. So I guess that's one of the things to establish, like when the players are voting. Yeah, like, I guess do, they, do they think Kyler Murray is going to be sick? It might not be necessarily off of his stats last year. Maybe some of these guys are thinking that these guys are going to take a leap this year. Like if Josh Allen improves from last year, that's a pretty good football player. Right. If Ky- Kyler Murray improves from last year. But again, that still says nothing about how the fuck is Carson Wentz not on this list, right? right. I mean, like, so I. I I'm, I'm confused as by the scoring or the criteria. It can't be going into the 2020 because like there's no rookies on this list. It got to be from like from from last year. Well, is there any rookie that you think would immediately jump this list? I mean, you think there's somebody that's coming out that's that good? I think if no, if they was doing it like that, I would think that you would have to put like uh, I think Joe Burrow would be a guy that they'll put on this list. You think so? You I think, think they'd immediately elevate Burrow? I think Chase Young would be a, definitely a player that yeah, they would Chase put on Young this list. Might. Yeah, Chase Young is a fucking all-world defensive end coming out of college. I think he would have made this list if that was a criteria. I just... So, here's my thing. Like, if you... You're you're polling the players. That might be something that, like, 
scouts might do yeah. or something like, uh, you know, newscasters might do or, you know, uh, sports writers might do. But I think when you're talking the players, right. the, the players, they're not going to they're not going to vote rookies on right. this list. Right. Even if it was the list for 2020 moving forward, I don't think that any of I think that would be like disrespectful to the to the fraternity that's there. You know what I mean? Exactly. Like I, so I don't think you're going to see any we wouldn't see any rookies on this list from a player vote. Right. But um, it's interesting. It's interesting either way to me. It's, um, it's very interesting to see how these players like I just want to kind of get what their 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 thought process was when they was voting. That's my only thing, because I don't understand it. Like, I don't understand how they got certain players above other players or certain players completely off the list. DK Metcalf was 81. Like, OK, DK had a good season. He had a good rookie season. I respect his rookie season. He okay. developed throughout the season. He was not a better receiver than Kenny Galladay last year. He was not a better receiver than Cortland Sutton, uh, Sutton last year. Agreed. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's just little shit like that. You can look You can look like this This 90 to 81 little section that features uh, Kyler Murray, Cooper Cup, Jalen Smith, Josh Allen, Marlon Humphrey, Zach Ertz, Cameron Hayward, Eric Kendricks, Ryan Ramzik, and DK Metcalf. There's a bunch of weird ones in here for me. I think... Um, you know, looking at Ertz, I think he is still an absolute beast. Right. Uh, he, he could be higher. Marlon um, Humphrey. Marlon Humphrey. He's an all-pro cornerback. Yeah, really good. Really good player there. And I think one of them really stands out to me is uh, Cooper Cup being on that list. I mean, he might not even been the best receiver on his own team. I mean, I'd argue that that Robert Woods was a more consistent and better player there. And, you know, sure, in a you know, uh, point-per-reception fantasy league, you know, Cooper Cup's throwing up points. And, you know, he's yeah. kind of an exciting slot receiver, but... And I'd argue that Robert Woods is all around a better receiver than, than Cooper Cup. So there's some weird ones in this section. Uh, but yeah, man, I don't know. It's, it's, it's yeah. weird. Maybe they were high after all. They, they were high as shit, bro. Um, I mean, let's move forward to the, like 80 through 71. Okay. Like Earl Thomas. That's the name that stands out for me at 75. Earl Thomas should not be on his list. I agree Earl with you. Earl Thomas was bad last year. So, yeah, I agree. Like, I, the, like, And I get like, and I think it's like what you were saying. Like the they're they're leaning towards veterans. They want to give veterans their respect, and I get that. I understand the your mindset if that is the mindset for the players. But this is the top twenty or top one hundred players of 2020, 2019, 2020. And if you watch Earl Thomas play. I watched every single game that the Ravens played. Earl Thomas was not a good signing for us, nope. particularly last year. Maybe moving forward, he'd probably be good, but last year he was not that good. And keep in mind, I am a big Earl Thomas fan. I thought when they had the Legion of Boom, uh, you know, despite that, you know, some <laughs> of the uh, the other louder players might have gotten, you know, some more looks there. I thought Earl Thomas was really the one that held that unit down, yeah. uh, was the best player that was out there. Uh, one of my favorite safeties of all time. Put him yeah. right up there. I mean, he's awesome. But yeah, on this list, this is the first... Not the most egregious, um, you know, point where they just kind of lean towards veterans. But this is certainly one where at 75, I mean, you're talking top 75 players in the NFL. Uh, yeah, 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 Earl Thomas this year is not is not up there for me. Like they got so they got Earl Thomas on the list, but they got the kid from uh, from Denver um, Simmons, who was a better player than Earl Thomas was. He should be on this list. Like you replace them two. I'm good. Yeah. Another guy that I am a huge fan of that I thought is too low here is Fletcher Cox. Yes. Uh, anyone that's ever watched an Eagles game, they know that that is an absolute man child that just can just eats people be incredibly disruptive on the on the defensive line. Uh, how he's not high and just the respect that I thought he's he's as close to like an Aaron Donald. Uh, I think that you get. Uh, in the league, I mean, yeah. he is a monster. He's a run stuffer. He can, you know, just mash through people and get to the quarterback. Uh, I watched him. My, the most impressive thing that I've seen from him was like just single-handedly. Uh, it was a goal line stand, and uh, I I do forget who who the other team was at this point, but they were trying to just run the ball up the middle, and he just on every play forcibly pushed them back. Like himself, he just manhandled two guys and stuffed the run. Like he's incredible. He's absolutely incredible, and I think it's a it's a shame that he's not higher. Than 73. When you're talking top defensive tackles in the league, there's three names that stick out right now. There's Aaron Donald, who was rated top 10. There was there's uh, Chris Jones, who I believe he came in top 20. And then you got Fletcher Cox in no specific order. Like Aaron Donald, Aaron, Aaron, Aaron Donald is clearly number one out of all of them. I would agree. Yeah. But it's not like a, a fucking uh, 60, 60 player gap yeah. between them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like in between him and Aaron Donald and Fletcher Cox and, and Chris Jones. Like, come on, bro. 
Like, right. come on. Like, Josh Jacobs was had a better season than Fletcher Cox did last year. Ronnie Stanley, the best offensive tackle in the league last year, 74. Yeah. Like, come on, man. We also see, like, Jarrell Casey, you know, here for the Broncos. Right. Like, he's, you know, a good player, but he's not better than Fletcher Cox. There's no right. way. Uh, you know, here at 72, Josh Jacobs, a running back. Nice young player, but... I mean, was he had a good rookie season? Yeah, great rookie season. I think he's got some promise moving forward for sure. But I mean, they're already I I don't know. Fletcher Cox is like a premier NFL player to me. Like if if there was a different list that had Fletcher Cox like top 20, I'd be like, okay, I could see that. Totally. He is a dominant force in a football game. Like when he passes the eye test, uh, he's he's unbelievable. The fact that he's not higher on a player vote is very surprising to me. Uh, yeah, 100% makes me wonder agree. if he's a dickhead or something when the players don't like him. Yeah, could he, be. Maybe they, don't, they maybe they're getting tired of getting their ass kicked by him. That might be that, it. That could be. Maybe it's a little resentment. Maybe. Maybe it's jealousy. Jealousy. Ugh. Yeah. A green-eyed monster popped right. up. <laughs> <laughs> um, seventy through sixty-one. Some of the names on this list that uh, stuck out for me: Larry Fitzgerald. First of all, all uh, respect to Larry, legend. Hall of Fame receiver, probably one of the top five greatest receivers of all time, for my money at least. He's not 69. No, not this year. He, uh, he, he might be, well, maybe age-wise, he might be 69. <laughs> I don't know exactly how old he is. If you would ask me how old is Larry Fitzgerald, I might say 69. Possibly. You know, a little hyperbole there, but he's probably pretty close. So they might have been putting him down for his age on this one, but yeah, he's this is the this is the number one where I said they were leaning towards veterans. This is who I had in mind. All, you know, all respect to Larry Fitzgerald. He's he's still good, uh, but he's he's not in the top seventy in, in the NFL anymore. Not anymore. No, not, not, not anymore. anymore. I mean, he's like you said. I would argue, you know, top five, top seven receiver, top ten receiver all time, but uh, ugh, not this year. Not this year. A couple others uh, that scream out to me. Tyler Lockett, kind of cool to see him on there. I always like Tyler Lockett, I but that. I, I, I kind of like that. I thought a little high here at 65, but he's a great player, man. Great returner. Yeah. He's, he, he really turned himself into a really nice player with Russell Wilson. Yeah. And again, you could argue that Russell Wilson elevates everybody's game around him, but that's he turned into a great football player there. Um, interesting to see that two Seahawks wide receivers made it there, both uh, DK Metcalf and uh, Lockett made it, but I, I like the Lockett pick. Um I, I thought Demario Davis, you know, who I think was a snub for the Pro Bowl, the biggest snub for the Pro Bowl. I think it's pretty cool that he's getting some recognition in the yeah. top 70 there. And then uh, I was interested when I, when I looked through this list, what you were going to say about uh, Jarvis Landry, because uh, he's like a player that I, I don't know. He, he I, I loved him in Miami, you know, great player for us, but then kind of went to Cleveland and. I don't, I don't know. I don't understand his game because he's not exactly a slot receiver. He's not exactly a possession receiver. He's not exactly a deep threat. He's just kind of an all-around good receiver, kind of in the in the older mold where he can run most of the routes on the tree. But he's like not spectacular. Do you know what I'm saying? Like I, I have he's... I have some weirdness around Jar. I don't know how to categorize him, and I think that's why for me he seems too high on this list. I was very interested when I looked up this list to say, wow, Jarvis Landry that high. And I was going to wonder what you thought about that. He's like a Jarvis Landry is in the same realm as like a Keenan Allen for me. Like they, they're not guys that just scream out. Like when you think of top receivers in the league, they're not like the first names that pop up in your head, but you go look at their numbers and they always have like productive numbers. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Jarvis Landry, he just, he, he catches a lot of balls and, but it don't go for like a lot of like yards per catch. Like he yeah. averaged like, like 9.8 yards or like 8.6 yards or, you know, just over 10 sometimes. Yeah, he's not a burner. He's yeah. Not, he's not like, he, so I also don't think of him as like, at least with Keenan Allen, I can, I can remember some marquee games. Oh shit. Keenan Allen, 13 catches, 140 yards. He dominated that game. I don't, I don't really get that sense from Jarvis Landry. I feel like he's just like a good, consistent receiver that like you said, you know, he, he ends up having that like seven catches for 70 yards or so. And just by the end of the season, it just kind of adds up. It's kind of there, up. but he's never, I, I don't know, man. I, it's just interesting to see him here. And there's something to say for consistency for sure. Yeah. And he is a good player and he has been, you know, working with the Browns the last few years where, you know, they've struggled offensively under some different coaching staffs and things. But, um, I don't know. He just stood out for me as one to talk about just because he's, he's a hard guy to place. So it's interesting that the, the players had him up this high. How about Ryan Tannehill at 68? Yeah, man. Uh, I think they're they're feeding off the hot streak that he had at the end of last year, but he's not. I, I mean, I watched him for years in Miami, and just he gave you those glimpses of brilliance and then just so many long periods of just 
just trash, if I'm being honest. He was bad a lot of times, and he went on a great run, but I don't know. I don't know at 68, man. I mean, if, if he was off this list, I'd be like, oh, okay, I get that. So they got him better than Ronnie Stanley, Fletcher, Fletcher Cox, Marshawn Lattimore, Miles Garrett. And there's a there's a uh, quote that I read off of uh, WaltersFootball.com, and he put he said that uh, if Baker Mayfield were to retire and the Titans offered Tannehill to the Browns for Miles Garrett, Cleveland's front office would laugh in their face. <laughs> I hear you, like, man. Legit. So that's a, that's another one we didn't mention. Miles Garrett. I thought you know if Miles Garrett you know didn't try to uh, decapitate uh, some Pittsburgh that was Steelers. So beautiful. I loved it. Just that that look of that helmet hitting that like whack a mole of my man's shoulders. Yes, just my, his head getting pushed into his yes. shoulders when that helmet hits the top of his head. Yes, fucking if you're, classic. If, if you're that fucking stupid to go at a fucking 260 pound man with a fucking helmet in his hand, a 280 pound man, like yeah, you deserve to get bopped in the damn head. I, <laughs> I don't want to go too far off course, but I feel like I was in a I was in a, a minority of people who. Didn't see like that was Mason Rudolph's fault, it right? It was his fault, well, right? Yeah. I mean, he got he got all in his shit. He was he stupid. ripped his helmet off. Like I I don't know. He like, got in his grill. You know I don't I don't know what more. I mean I get it. Don't fucking swing your helmet, right? But I mean fuck. No one said like Mason Rudolph started this shit for sure, right? And I don't know about the racial epithet that he threw out there because you know some people said they didn't hear it and all that, but he certainly fucking started the thing. Miles Garrett finish the shit out of it right <laughs> that's an understatement that miles garrett finished that battle but yeah don't swing your helmet but i would guarantee miles garrett would be way higher on this list if it wasn't for for the suspension last year but so i do play what 10 games and had 10 sacks yeah he was he was he's nasty he's gonna be a really good player for a long time for the browns um but yes long story short again we, i wanted to touch on uh miles garrett for sure but yeah man Tannehill. Uh, overrated here for sure. I, it's some it's some recency bias. Like I said, he he was great down down the stretch, uh, but yeah, he's. Ugh, I, I don't I don't see it. I don't see it at sixty eight. Um, let's move on to the next uh, ten here. So yes. sixty through fifty one. Um, Logan Ryan, Kirk Cousins, Todd Gurley. Those are some of the names that stick out. Oh wow, Chris Jones is fifty two. Yeah, not a lot of love for linemen. The offensive they or defensive. Sh- they shit like, on so, linemen, bro. Yeah, so, I mean, you get your you get your bigger names that are out there uh, for, you know, defensive ends that get a lot of sacks and things like that, but those interior, it's just not a fucking sexy position. You right. know what I mean? It's just not. So maybe that's why there's not as much love there. Um, DeForest but you Buckner, need them to win. Like, no, that's the craziest part. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, no. they're like, they're, they're, you you start in your, front, in your front line. Like, that's where winning teams typically build from. Right. No, I'm with it. I'm so with it, man. So it's crazy to me, like, you... I don't get it. Odell Beckham is a 59. Like, are you serious? Yeah, he is. A, he, he was terrible last I mean, year. He has not put it together. He the was last terrible few years. last year. He's 59. Yeah. Like, it's, come it on. Like, it seems like they're, they lean. On, it's a weird list because it's not necessarily on production. It's like on potential. It's on. And based, then, it seems like it's based on who players like more. Yeah. Well, I mean, like who, who like, no, no, not like. Who they like, who game they're like, like who they have a personal yeah. relationship with. Yeah, which some of these just surprise the shit out of me. Because I would have thought Kirk Cousins just strikes me as another Matt Ryan type dude that wouldn't be, you know, popular, that people wouldn't think would be that good. Now, I'm a Cousins guy. I actually think Cousins is underrated in That's most your circumstances. Boy right there. It's not my boy That's right your there. Guy. That's your man. You like that? You no. like that. <laughs> you like that? I wouldn't be surprised if you walked in here with a Kirk Cousins no, jersey one time. Stop it. Stop it. I would not okay. be surprised. I've defended him twice. Like ever, but it, okay. So, but I think he is Twice underrated. No, once a month. <laughs> <laughs> he is underrated though. Uh-huh. Kirk Cousins, I assure you, is underrated mostly. But I, I to that end, I would still say fifty-eight might be a little high for my man, Captain Kirk. Captain um, Kirk. Todd Gurley, I think, would be higher if it wasn't for the injury. We don't know exactly what type of player he is. I scooped him up a little later in fantasy football last year, and he had like thirteen touchdowns. Didn't yeah, he, he did. He, it's weird because they would like not use him at all. And then all of a sudden they unleash him in the second half and he'd put up some numbers. But um, I still think he's got a little bit of that game breaking ability that he showed in the last, you know, maybe three, four years ago. Uh, every once in a while, he pulls it out of his pocket. Uh, Stefan Diggs, <laughs> uh, 54. I mean, what do we think about that? Um, eh, no. Yeah, no. I think a little high there. Yeah. I mean, higher than Devontae Adams? Are you shitting me? I, I feel like that's not even a comparison. I, I think like. Stephon Diggs should be like in the 70s. 
Yeah. Maybe 60s. Push them down that list a little. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I'm good on that one. I don't know much, if I'm being honest. So Logan Ryan is a fairly newer name to me. Do you know anything about him? Uh, cornerback um, from the Titans? He's a solid corner, but um, there's a reason why he's still a free agent. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So he's a free agent. He's he's out there. And uh, at 60, you know, I, I don't get it. Yeah, no, he's shouldn't be that high either, in my opinion. Um, I think that Chris Jones should be higher. I think that Marcus Peters potentially should be higher. But I get, you know, there's other corners that's better than him. Like, Marshawn Lattimore should be higher than Marcus Peters, honestly. Agreed, yeah. I think Lattimore is awesome. Right. Great uh, DeForest Buckner, I think, should be higher as well. But again, Lyman, don't, like, Chris Jones should definitely be high. Chris Jones should be in the top 20. He's a top 20 player in this league. That's not, not even a question. All right. Uh, let's move yeah, on to the go. next. Here we go. Move the on top to the next 50. Team. Top 50, baby. All right. Um, there's... I mean, I'm not too mad at this list. This, this next 10 right here. You got uh, Leonard Cooper, Desarius Smith, Tredavious Smith. Tredavious White. They got his name why wrong did, here. Yeah, why did they change his name? Yeah, it should be Tredavious White. Tredavious should be higher. I thought yeah. Tredavious, besides uh, uh, Gilmore, I thought Tredavious was the best corner in the league last year. Yeah, Se- was, second best corner in the league. And he got snubbed on Madden as well. I don't know if you saw that. Yeah, he's like an 89. 89. Yeah. 89 in Madden for one of the top corners in the yeah, league. Yeah, Gilmore was a 99. He's an 89. 89 t- 10 points of difference between the Madden Gilmore. Raiders another, that's another episode. Like, yeah. The Madden Raiders was fucking real, atrocious. Yeah, they were really Gronkowski bad. sits out for a year. He comes back. He's the best tight end or second best tight end in the game. Yeah. Now, he might, is he the best? He's a 95. Yeah, he's real. He's way up there. I think um, is Kelsey, Kelsey the best? might have been higher. Yeah, yeah but. Like they, had th- they were a mess. Yeah, they really were a mess. This shit is stupid. Um, Mark Ingram, 44. J.J. Watt. No, J.J. Watt should not be on his list. No. J.J. Watt shouldn't be on his list he at just, all. His, his brother's better right now. T.J. Watt. He's, like, where's yes. T.J. Watt? Yes, exactly. And, um, and, and Garoppolo? I don't understand. This this section here is just all kinds of screwed up. I mean, I, I'm a Dak fan. I like Dak Prescott a lot. I just I don't know that he's top 50. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo, certainly not. Again, players voting. Jimmy Garoppolo up there. I, I I don't know, again, if this is popularity contest. I know Mark Ingram is incredibly popular. There's no Big trust. way you can convince me that Mark Ingram is up there. I know you're a Ravens guy. No, no, I agree. I, Mark Ingram. for Mark Ingram. And I mean, people man. look at me like I'm crazy when I say this. Mark Ingram, as good as he was for us last year, um, I, I like, uh, uh, damn, I can't even think of his name right now. My man Gus Edwards. Okay. I thought he was a better runner of the football than Mark Ingram was last year. I can see that. I mean, Mark like, Ingram's got a lot of wear on those tires, man. He's been around a and while. And I get it. He had 15 touchdowns. He had over 1,000 yards rushing. And he had a really good season for us. Like, I appreciate the season that he had for us. But uh, 44 might be a little bit too high. Actually, no, 44 is pretty good for him. For Mark Ingram, come on. It might be all right. No way. It might be okay. That's that's just... It might be okay. That's just hometown <laughs> bias right there. That's That's sad. <laughs> That's sad. That level of bias Mark Ingram, is sad. Mark Ingram shouldn't be this high. I agree. He should not be higher than Ronnie Stanley. He shouldn't be higher than a lot of those names that we already mentioned. Um, he had a good season, but no, he shouldn't yeah. be higher than that. All right. Um, so it, 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 the Clowney shouldn't be 41 either. Yeah. I just, I, I'm interested to see. I mean, he did take over that Seattle. De- that Seattle defense got immediately better when, when he joined them. Um, but the fact that he's a free agent right now as well, right? He didn't sign on anywhere, did he? I'm pretty sure Clowney's still a free agent, he is, right? Yes, he is. So yes. it's like some of these guys, the top 41 player in the NFL, is still a free agent. Like that's that's weird, right? I mean, Clowney's never been one of those players for me. Like I get, he always get these hypes. He always get like, oh yeah, he's a, he's a def- uh, he's a difference maker, and he definitely changes the defense. And I'm like, okay, and you go look at his numbers, and I like remember watching games that Clowney participated in. He just never stood out for me. Like the only play that I remember of him doing last year was fucking taking out Carson Wentz in the playoffs. Yeah, like yeah, you know, I mean, you know what I'm saying. Like, yeah, like no, when we I, played him, he wasn't there. It seemed like I he might not have played actually. Like <laughs> legit, he, he might, might not have, not have yeah, been he, there. He legit might not have played, but still, <laughs> it's just I don't know. I just he don't really like 41. Like, come on. Yeah, no, I think that's high. But like, um, he wasn't better than uh, Miles Garrett. He wasn't better than Preston Smith. He wasn't better than a lot of these players. No, Miles Garrett's hundred percent coming off of that suspension and all that stuff. If he was around, I mean, he's Miles My, Garrett might be a top ten player in the NFL, right? Um, for real, right? But but okay, all right. So we're moving past past the top fifty. Got you know forty and down now, forty to thirty one here. I feel like I should be reading these names. Should I be reading these names? You don't have to. I'm going to read the next 10 here. Yeah, that's okay. all right, we can start reading from here. Okay. These, these are, now we're getting into some real right, premier players. Yeah. All right. So we got Daniil Hunter, defensive end Vikings, Tyron Matthew, Chris Good, Godwin, excuse me, uh, Jalen Ramsey, Nick Chubb, Mika Fitzpatrick, Joey Bosa, Aaron Jones, 
Shaq Barrett, and then uh, Saquon Barkley. You're good with that top 40. You're like Casey Kasem with that thing. On here, baby. That was nice. Thank you. I hit, I saw your, you pressed up against the mic. You read the names. Top 40. Mm-hmm. It's good stuff, man. Uh-huh. You got a future in this. I, 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 I messed up a little bit on the name, but, you know. That's okay. We kept going. We kept going. Um, number one that sticks out for me, Saquon Barkley at 31. No. I'm sorry. He had, I love Saquon Barkley. He's probably my favorite running back in the league right now. But, um... He did not have a good season last year. Like, and he was hurt. He was hurt. Injuries definitely played a factor into it. But with that, he should be much lower on this list, in my opinion. Lower, like a lower number? Like, no, he should like, be in the top 10? He should be like in like the 80s. Wow. In the 80s? Maybe 70s. Saquon Barkley? Maybe 90s. So you think Saquon Barkley is and the again, type of player? And again, my criteria. And that Josh Allen? My criteria is just. Ba- Josh Allen shouldn't be on this list. My criteria <laughs> is just based on last year. Just okay. based off last year, who was the best players of 2019-2020? Saquon Barkley was not a th- uh, top 31 player. I'm with that. The reason I think that he could be even, we'll call it higher on this list, is because I think going into this year, right, if we're talking 2020, Saquon Barkley, I feel like, is a special talent. Like, I agree. He is an absolutely special talent. And again, yeah, if we're, if we're just going off last year's performance alone, correct, he's too high. Okay. But if moving into this year, I think he's okay there. Maybe even a little higher on the list would be okay. Um, I think Chris Godwin, that's interesting. I mean, he put up numbers in that Arians offense. He's an interesting one for me because he's going like, you know, in the second round of like fantasy football mock drafts. Like they have him like in the top like 20 players being drafted. And I get it. There's some hype around the Arians offense and Tom Brady going there. There's a lot of mouths to feed right now in Tampa Bay. And I I mean, I haven't exactly watched a lot of Tampa Bay games, but do you, I mean, is Godwin like a special talent or is he just in a system where he's a great number two? I love him. Yeah, I love him as a player. Yeah, yeah, he, is he that good? He's he a could beast. be like a number one somewhere. He's a beast, really. Yeah, he okay. is. And again, um, it may be because he is a number two. Like, uh, like Mike Evans is the guy. Like, he's the number one receiver. I think Mike Evans is nasty. Yeah, I don't. Mike Evans does not get as much respect I, as he should. Dude, I think he's like top three receiver in the league. He's you, you can make really that argument. Good. He since he he's been does in, it all. Since he's been in the league, he has yet to not have a thousand yard season. Yeah, he is like, as a rookie, he's, he's been good. Nasty. Like he he's really it's just that he plays really in, good. He plays in Tampa Bay and you know it's Tampa Bay. So I get that. But you I'm, know, you go compare his numbers to any of the top flight receivers in the league, they're right up there with them. I'm interested to see what he does with Brady this year. Um, I mean, with Jameis airing it out, you know, but I mean, man, he can run every route in the tree. Mm-hmm. He can line up anywhere. He's a goal line threat. Yep. Mike Evans, like he would be on my short list of he receivers can, to take. He like, can run after the catch. He does everything. He's, yes. He's really he blocks. He's criminally underrated. Yes. So with that, I mean, it makes me wonder, you know, this one, for some reason, I don't know what makes me think, uh, you know, again, might be dating myself here, but there was a, a period of time where the Bills had Eric Moulds and Peerless Price. I don't know if you remember that combo oh, yeah, I at do. all. I do. Eric Moulds was good every other year, but Eric Moulds was a beast yeah. and like underappreciated guy, kind of like Mike Evans. And I like they're very different players. Godwin's big. Uh, you know, he's big. He says Peerless Price was mostly just a burner. Yeah. But Peerless Price put up great numbers, went over to Atlanta afterwards to be the number one there. And it was just kind of trash afterwards. And I could feel like like if if Chris Godwin went to the Jags to be their number one, I mean, you think he's still a beast? Like you still think he's like, you know, top forty in the NFL? I mean, he would put up numbers with the Jaguars because I think I like I like Gardner Minshew. I think uh I think that Gardner Minshew would put up numbers with him, but they wouldn't be a good team. You know what I mean? So it'd be like the same situation with Tampa Bay. You know what I mean? I think he can be a number one receiver for a good franchise. Yes, I do believe that. Um and like the peerless price thing, like like what I remember from peerless price, he had a good season with Buffalo. Who's who's Buffalo quarterback that year when he had like 13, 12, like twelve hundred yards receiving? Oh, that's putting was me it on the I don't know if it was Bledsoe. I think or it was, was like Flutie, but yeah, I, th- I want to say Bledsoe was in that. Because Bledsoe was, put up a really nice year, and yeah. both peerless price and Eric Moulds had over a thousand yards receiving. Yeah, uh, that was a, they were a very good tandem together. But yeah, Bledsoe was more of that uh, sit back, drop back quarterback. Um, you know, just sling it from the pocket. And then he went to Atlanta and Michael Vick wasn't a really good, accurate passer. Right. Like Michael Vick never developed his game to be a good passer of the football. So I think that hindered peerless price to a certain extent. Sure. You know what I mean? But um, yeah, I get you saying no, Chris, I think Chris Godwin could be like a clear cut number one receiver um, and, and uh, for a successful NFL franchise, okay. you know what I mean? Like you put him on, you put him on like the Pittsburgh Steelers. He's instantly their best receiver, and he puts up another season comparable to what he did at Tampa Bay. Okay, you know what I mean. I could, I could. I'm not going to argue against that. I mean, he was very good. 
but uh, I was interested to see him because that's just a name that's that's a name that's emerged in the last year or so of a guy that's like an elite talent, right? Because he wasn't like really, he wasn't on anybody's radar coming out of college. I don't believe he wasn't really, you know, it's kind of an afterthought. And then all of a sudden he just kind of burst onto the scene. And yeah, I just I just don't know that I'm sold yet. But I feel um, you. I get it. He had one really productive year. You want to see more? Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Um, I think Daniel Hunter might be a little bit should be a little bit higher. Yeah. Yeah, Daniel Hunter, he's been awesome since he's been in the league. I mean, as I'm looking up and down the names, I agree with that. I mean, he's been awesome. I mean, there might be a couple of guys that I push down a little bit uh to to move him into place, but I mean now looking looking through the rest of this list now, um, as we move on into the thirties. Yeah, let's do thirty uh, to twenty one. Yeah, I mean, I agree with, with Hunter maybe higher up, like towards the into the thirties. But I mean, beyond this, I mean, we are looking now when we get to the top 30, we are looking at some, I mean, from this point forward, I think they get the list pretty good. I mean, the list of players up at the top here is they're all elite. So. Okay. So we got uh, what, Mike Evans, Quentin Nelson, Richard Sherman, Jamal Adams, Von Miller, TJ Watt, Ezekiel Elliott, Cameron Jordan, Tyreek Hill, and then uh, Dalvin Cook. <sighs> um, I have two issues on this list. So do I. What are yours? You go first. One is Quentin Nelson. Really? I think Quentin Nelson is a, t- a top 10 football player. Oh, okay. All right. In the, yeah. in the good direction. Yeah. Okay. I think, okay, cool. I think, I think Quentin Nelson is, is the best offensive lineman in the NFL. Oh, and he's I a think, monster. I think he's a top 10 football player, period. Cool. I like that. I can dig that. Okay. Um, cool, cool. Actually, I got three. I think TJ Watt is a top 20 player because TJ Watt is fucking phenomenal. And I, you could have made the case he should have been defensive player of the year okay. if, if Pittsburgh was better. And uh, Mike Evans, we talked about already. I get why they put him at 30. He's underrated. Uh, Dalvin Cook, 21. Mm, nah. No? Nah. Wow. Okay, so my... That's, that's uh, really high for Dalvin Cook. I like that we looked at this list of 10 players. You had three things, and I had two in, and I had two different things. So okay. it's pretty cool. I would say Dalvin Cook is nice right where he's at, okay. or maybe even higher. Dalvin Cook, when you watch him play, and I just saw a stat the other day on... Uh, on burst, which is like, you know, uh, either yards after contact or, uh, they, you know, some kind of advanced analytics. And with some of these players, it was a really cool list for me personally, because there were these players that I just really liked to watch. And some of them were like, uh, Marlon Mack from the Colts, uh, just a guy you watch him and he's got this incredible burst, uh, Raheem Mostert, uh, underrated guy that uh, I think he was trying to move on from the 49ers. I'm not sure where he went, but, um, the guy that topped the list was, Delvin Cook. And these were three players. These were the top three guys on the list. And it was such a cool stat for me because I remember thinking to myself, when I watch these guys play, I'm like, these guys are fucking impressive with yeah. the eye test. Like, you watch Delvin Cook run, he looks fast and he runs hard. Yeah. Uh, he's an incredibly impressive player. But uh, I think I think he's fine where he is. The couple that I had were Richard Sherman, I think gets the veteran treatment here. Yes. He's still very good. Uh, but again... He's not better than Travis White. He's not he, better than Marshawn Lattimore. He's not better than uh, uh, Marlon Humphrey. Agreed. Agreed on all counts. And now at this stage, like when he he was in the perfect system in Seattle, and he was great. I am a Richard Sherman fan. Me too. Right? Me too. Um, big time. One of the best lockdown zone corners of all time. Real quick, Hall of Famer, yes or no? Yes. Okay. Uh, yes, because I think... So where are the people... Like if you watch him play and what he does, there were times where they just did not throw to his side of the yeah. field. Period. Yeah. And that is as locked down as it gets. Yeah. Right. So his interception numbers are low and not, by the way, not all the time because he's led the league in interceptions before. Yes. While they're actively not throwing to his side of the field. Right. He was the vocal leader of maybe one of the best secondaries of all time, a team that won the Super Bowl, by the way, on the strength. Dominated. On the strength of their secondary. Right. Uh, Again, we mentioned Earl Thomas in there. Cam Chancellor was a beast. uh, But I mean, um, Richard Sherman. Awesome player. But I think at this stage of his career, he's a bit more of a zone corner that's not as dominant. Um, but I like him. I like him a lot. But I think he could be lower on this list. Uh, and then the other one that I had that I kind of just wanted to talk about with you was uh, was Cam Jordan. Uh, do you think Cam Jordan is still this kind of an elite player? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cam Jordan. Yeah. You can make an argument. He should be higher. Really? Um, yeah. Okay. Cam's a beast. He He's he's one of the premier pass rushers in his league. Because I've watched quite a few Saints games, and it seems like he always kind of has the numbers and people always talk about him. Every time I've watched him, I, I don't know. It just seems like it's technique with him because he's not particularly fast. He's not like overpowering people. He's just kind of consistently solid and I don't know how to place them. Right. So it's like, sometimes like when you talk about a list like this, you want to think like freak athleticism. Like you see Tyree kill human joystick 2.0. He, he looks different than any other player on the field. Right. Cam Jordan just, 
kind of never looked that way to me. And he just kind of gets it done, which is interesting. I, he's I like, uh, they kind of make a comparison. He's like the Emmett Smith uh, defensive and like he just he he you know Emmett Smith. I get what you're saying. Not flash. Yeah, just kind of gets it. Just done. gets it done. Yeah. Like you know he's gonna he's gonna average 12 sacks a season. He gets to the quarterback. He stops to run, and uh, he's not overly explosive. Yeah, but he gets the job yeah, done. Yeah, it's it's he's a he's a that was a bar. Interesting. Play. I like that. That was yeah, good. Yeah, it was almost like a haiku. I'm a poet. I didn't know it. Look at that. 17 syllables. Look at you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Take us to the top 20. All right. Top 20. Deshaun Watson, Khalil Mack, Travis Kelsey, Nick Bosa, Aaron Rodgers, Chandler Jones, Tom Brady, Bobby Wagner, Drew Brees, and Julio Jones. Okay. I feel like Deshaun Watson should be higher than Tom Brady. I feel Nick Bosa should be lower. Good. He had a really good rookie season. Nick Bosa higher than Joey Bosa is interesting. Yeah, but I mean Nick that that 49ers front it was a it was nasty. phenomenal. Yeah. yeah, it was phenomenal. They're basically saying he was the best player on that defensive line, right? Yeah, that's what that's exactly what they're saying. I I don't know. I don't think so. You don't think so? I don't think so. I, I mean, think I think that uh, damn uh, Armstead. I thought he was like the force on that line. I, think, I can see that. Yeah, I think I he, think Fred yeah. Warner backed them up really well too. Fred Warner was a guy that came out of nowhere to yeah, be a really good Yeah, he's an awesome linebacker yeah, for he, him. He was really good yeah. too on the front seven. But for the most part, this list eh, nothing too nothing too nothing too egregious. No, nothing, no. Yeah. I, I, I mean, you could argue at this stage of his career, Brady. But I think you know, looking forward again, if you're looking at last year, you know, kind of down. But if you're, uh, you know, looking into this year, I mean, man, the sky's the limit. I think. I think. This is going to answer a lot of questions. And again, you could talk all day about the Belichick versus Brady thing, you know, who's who's responsible. I think they're equal parts responsible for yeah. the success there. So, I mean, that's that is what it is. I think it's going to be interesting to see because the whole offense has been built around, you know, Brady checking down. That's the big knock on Brady. Oh, he can't throw the ball more than five yards down the field. Well, fucking Kenny, though. I mean, who was he throwing to? I mean, his he had no deep threats Julian on that team. Julian Edelman, Nikhil Harry, and Muhammad Sanu, who yeah. could, they could not get open. There was like, they just no get open. separation. Yeah, you know, I, no separation whatsoever, and, that, and and that's why he's throwing seventy passes to James White. You know what I mean? So I think in an Arians offense with all those weapons, I'm really interested to see if Brady can air it out because he's still healthy. I, I don't know if he's got the strongest arm ever, but it's probably okay. I think he's going to hit some guys that are going to get open for him. Uh, when you watch the Patriots offense earlier in the season, like when they had uh, uh, Gordon and then they brought in Antonio Brown for a game and like Brady looked good. Like that game against Pittsburgh, he looked yeah. great. He looked real good. And he yeah. put 53 on the Dolphins. Like right. that offense was humming, you know, but I don't know. I think uh, he's not the quarterback that's just going to throw guys open anymore. And I don't think he's going to dominate games like he used to. But you put him up with all those weapons, even towards the twilight of his career. He, he's I'm, he's going to have a great year this year. Yeah. I have no doubt he's going to have a really good year this year. If there's a year. So <laughs> if if there's a season, if there's a season, he's going to be great. Yeah, that's that's tough. I like I like Watson up here. I think Khalil Mack could be higher. I think Khalil Mack could if, if Khalil Mack was in the top 10, I'd be like, yep, I get that. Yeah. He, he can take over a game. Yeah, um, he's as dominant a presence on the defensive line as there is in the NFL. I'd say he's over Nick Bosa. He should be over Chandler Jones. Who, by the way, I really like Chandler Jones. I do too. No knock there, but I think Khalil Mack is better. Um, I mean, I think, you know, for me, if I'm talking defensive linemen in general, I think you go Aaron Donald, Khalil Mack. Khalil Mack might be that hybrid edge rusher, you know, outside linebacker type position, but um, Khalil Mack should be higher. Um, I think you go defensive players. Those might be the first two you yeah, start with. Yeah, I yeah. mean, Cleo, I mean, if I'm going to draft NFL players right now, and even it sounds crazy, but Aaron Donald is disruptive a force as he is. How old is he now? Was he like 28, 29? 28, yeah, I think 28. Somewhere like that. Cleo Max, I think, still a little bit younger. Yeah, right? I think 26, he's 27. 28. Is he, is he 28 I, yeah, I think already? He's around 28. Wow, oh, man, it, time flies, doesn't it? I remember him at UB as a young, as a young man. Yeah, I remember watching the game against uh, uh, Ohio State and just seeing just this Buffalo dude, dude that, dominating. That's one of my favorite college football games to watch ever. When he like he had UB in the game against Ohio because he was just Clemax the best. Clemax is twenty nine. Just turned twenty nine. Clemax twenty nine years old. Just turned twenty nine. He's born in ninety one. Same year as me. Wow. Wow. Okay. I would have thought. See, like I'm sure like Bobby Wagner's like thirty two or something like that. I would have thought there's like more separation between those guys because Bobby Wagner seems like an old stalwart from back in the day, whereas Cleo Max still seems to me like a young 
fresh player. But yeah, Khalil Mack get... came into the league like what twenty four? I think he's like 20, 23 or twenty four when he like his first really year he was a little older in Oakland. And then Bobby okay. Wagner came in at like twenty. Okay, like so that yeah, makes a lot so, of yeah. sense. So like by that time, if three years old, there's like that actually like six years of separation. I right, get it. like I get Bobby, it. Bobby Wagner is thirty years old. Like, like he That's legit it? just turned thirty. So Bobby Wagner's thirty, <laughs> and Khalil Mack is twenty nine. Bobby Wagner, he's definitely been in the league for forever, doesn't it? It yeah. seems like he's been around like he forever. In? He got drafted in 2012. Wow, that's kind yeah. of surprising. Bobby Wagner, I mean, he's yeah. a top ten. I mean, for me, you can move. Man, it's tough looking at this list, but I mean, you can move a guy like Derek. I, I think Bobby Wagner is the top. He's got to be the best linebacker in football. All, I, all in. I mean, I would agree. How do you not have the best line? I mean, linebacker in football. I feel like that's like such a an amazing title to have and not being in the top 10 is weird to me, but um, I think interesting that it seems like Travis Kelsey has been dethroned as the top tight end. I think that's kind of interesting. Yeah. That, actually, here, yeah, let's go into the run, run the, us down our the, top yeah, 10. Um, let's do five. Let's do t- 10 Ooh, through six and okay. then we'll do five through one. I like that. All right. So 10 Derrick Henry, Stefan Gilmore, uh, Deandre Hopkins, George Kittle, and then Christian McCaffrey. Okay. If um, were, I like this. List. This list has a bunch of, just fucking good football players, doesn't it? Like this yeah. list isn't. It's like, you know, Christian McCaffrey. He just thinks football. He, he's yeah. just. Uh, he does it all, right? George Kittle, football player. He, the the runs after the catch with that guy. There might not yeah. be anybody better with the ball in his hands. It's like a just a big, strong, agile dude like Gronk in his prime after yeah. the catch. You know, that's that's exactly who Kittle reminds me of. Is Gronk in his prime? Yeah, Kittle's yeah. really good after yeah, the catch. He's solid. Big, strong. Just a uh, Derrick Henry. I just think of a football player, man. Like he just runs between the tackles, just a bruising running back. Like this is a, a really cool little section of players for me. And I, I think you you could argue, you know, maybe even McCaffrey a little higher, but then you look at the, the list of the names above him and you're like, yeah, no, you can't really. So I, I think that this is, I think you could move Derrick Henry down uh, for some of the players that we've talked about. Like if, um, if Bobby Wagner slipped in there or if Khalil Mack slipped in there, I'd be I agree. okay. But other than that, uh, I mean, Henry, the weird case for me with Derrick Henry is the way he just turns it on in the second half of the right. season. It's unbelievable. He's done it for the last few years yeah. now. You know, he's he's good, solid player for the first eight games, and then they just, like, unleash him in the second half of the season. He he is a monster, dude. He, he's really good. He got Ryan Tannehill, Ryan Tannehill a $100 million contract. Like, oh, for sure. He got them oh, that contract. Because, sure. yeah, like, when people talk about the, the Tennessee Titans football team, and it usually starts off with Ryan Tannehill. Ryan Tannehill did this. It's like, yo, Ryan Tannehill did his job. He managed the game. He made some throws. He was impressive. He was good. He was Derek good last Henry year. Henry literally carried that offense. And that's what helped. And that's what helped Tannehill get that. We can say that Tannehill made all the throws, which he did. Tannehill, you know, he also made some nice runs. Yes. I think Tannehill is underappreciated for his athleticism. I'll Gotta say get that, respect to he him. Actually, he's very mobile. Uh, but yeah, man, Derek Henry with that. Weird shit hanging out of the back of his helmet. Uh, whatever the fuck that thing is, man. That's the only knock I have on his game. Is whoever the hell that you're shit not, you're is. You're not feeling the, uh, the, 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 that log, uh, the that dread, that, the dread, that the dread tie. That thing's terrible. I'm fine with the dread. It's the tie that's terrible. It's the tie. You ain't feeling that. I like the dreads coming out of the back of the jersey. I think that usually looks really cool. Hey, it's, kind, it's actually pretty smart because you, you really can't. Uh, it's harder to, to get harder a grasp grab of it. it. Yeah, that probably you know added like half a yard per carry to his average. So it's probably smart. But that thing looks terrible. That looks awful, right? Doesn't it look like just? Let's be honest, what it looks I like. I think it's kind of iconic. I think it's you think uh, that fucking thing is iconic. I think for him, yeah, I don't know how to it, talk it's to like, you it's right like, now. It's like a look. It's like one of those. It's like uh, the Danny Tomlinson um, visor. Like it, LT, I can't imagine him without the visor. You I would, just compared that shit coming out of the back of Derrick Henry's helmet to LT's visor. Yes. It's a I look. can't talk to you. I don't know how I'm going to finish this list. <laughs> it's just a how look. do I finish this list with you? If there are, you know, okay, we're doing a list of top hundred fucking looks. <laughs> Derrick Henry's shit coming out of his helmet doesn't even make the list. Not even close. LT's awesome visor fucking thing when he came out was so cool. That's like top ten. I think Derrick Henry's would be, would be top fifteen. Oh my god, it's a good look. Okay, if you say so. It is. Okay. I like it. All right. It's my only um, knock on his game. I'll be, but I do agree with you though. Um, you, I think you could take him out of the top ten, and you can replace him with somebody else. And you know, I don't think anybody would argue with it. Yeah, the rest of that list is nice there. I mean, Hopkins is awesome. Yeah. I, I, I'm interested to see what he does with the uh, with the Cardinals. That yeah, should be kind of fun. That's a fun little team. I'm telling you, that's a team. When we went through um, some of our uh, scheduling, yeah, and we were talking about some of the teams in the in the uh, in the AFC that have to go down and play the Cardinals. 
That's going to be a tough little team, man. They've yes. got some really good players in some very important positions. You know, yeah. good young quarterback, good receiver. Uh, they've got um, a great running back, I think, in Kenyon Drake. We're talking about a guy that could have made this list. Yeah. How about Kenyon Drake, you know, creeping into the top 100 there? I think you're going to see big things from him this year, but those Cardinals are going to be good, man. Mark yeah. my words. If not this year, then then very soon. Yeah, I feel you on that one. Um, all right, then, then round up the top five. Michael Thomas, Patrick Mahomes, Aaron Donald, Russell Wilson, and of course, number one, unanimous MVP, big trust in the building, Lamar Action Jackson, rated number one. Yeah, I I get it. Uh, Lamar Jackson is special. You know, he's different. He's there's um, nobody that looks like him when he plays the game. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. It's hard to not say Mahomes should be up there. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, but I don't know. Um, and Mahomes was playing hurt last year, which is a crazy thing. He was really good, and they won a Super Bowl all with comeback victories all throughout the playoffs. While he was playing hurt for most of the, I mean, they went on a is, fucking forty-eight point run on yeah. Houston Texans. That Mahomes was stupid. Is really good, man. I mean, yeah. he's, he's got to be number one in my book. I like Russell Wilson where he's at. I, I I love Lamar Jackson, man. I I was proud to say that I drafted him in both of my fantasy leagues last my year, man. and he paid dividends. I told you before the season yep. started that I drafted him. I expected big things. I didn't expect this. Right? Yeah, I did yeah, not yeah, expect what neither. he did, but. Uh, I thought he was going to be very good and improved, and sure enough, uh, he was. He was. Na- I mean, unanimous MVP. You think, okay, that's the guy you put number one on your list, right? That makes sense. Um, I think the one that stands out of these five. I mean, man, it's, you know, throw them in a hat, pick out names. I mean, these are all the most elite players at their positions in the NFL. But one for me is Michael Thomas. Uh, yeah, I, we've talked about him at length, you know, off air, and he's just a guy that. His production is in bulk, right? He gets a ton of looks from Drew Brees in a pass-happy offense. Um, and he's super consistent, and he's no doubt really good. But I thought, like, Offensive Player of the Year, I don't know how it doesn't go to McCaffrey last year. I Right. Yeah, and, and makes, just, yeah. I mean, granted, you set the NFL record for catches in a season. Like, okay, that's pretty fucking good. But, like, and you do. You kind of see Michael Thomas take over a game, like, in bulk. But you never see him like make the spectacular catch. You never see him like just blowing by dudes. I like Michael Thomas a lot. He's actually one of my favorite players. But I don't. I don't know. I don't know. Like I don't think he's better than DeAndre Hopkins as a player. Let's, let's play I, a game real quick. Okay, go real quick. Yes. All right. I love games. Okay. Um, I'm gonna name a name, and okay. you tell me if you're taking this player over Michael Thomas or not. Oh God. Okay. All right. We're gonna do this. Okay. All right. Let's start it off easy. Okay. DeAndre Hopkins, and we're just talking strictly to player, player production, player on the field. All so right. What, what you're getting from that player? Because, because, okay. All right. I'm taking DeAndre Hopkins over okay. Michael Thomas. All right. Okay. All right. I'm gonna list off some more names. Julio Jones. Ooh, career or this year? Period. Like, are Period. You, who are you taking right now? Right now, today. It still might be Julio. It yeah. still might be Julio. I agree. A mentally sane Antonio Brown or Michael Thomas? Well, I mean, it's a, it's, a, it's a large leap to say mentally sane. But Antonio Brown, if he's in his right mind and he's the player that he was two years ago. All right. Antonio Brown, no question. Tyree Kill or Michael Thomas? <sighs> okay, you're going to hate me for because it's not as fast answer, right? I think we're looking for like snap judgment here, but I think... It depends on what you're looking for. If you need a game breaker, like if the rest of your roster is designed where you need a game breaker, then obviously Tyreek Hill. I think uh, Thomas brings more consistency there. But if it's me and I'm building a franchise from the ground up, I think Tyreek Hill brings a different element than any. And I'm talking any receiver in the league. Tyreek Hill is different, right? Like he he is a different player on the field. Um, I still might say Michael Thomas, but that's about as close to a tie as you can get for me. How about Mike Evans? Mike Evans, I take all day. Mike Evans is a beast. Mike Evans is like a top two receiver. I really feel like Mike Evans is an elite, elite player. Yeah, it's, and Michael Thomas, again, he's just one of those guys. And I don't, and it's no disrespect to Michael Thomas. And I know it sounds like I'm coming off as condescending and disrespectful. He's awesome. We talked about it. The catch, the catches, he's, he's awesome. He just never strikes me as a receiver that would literally dominate, dominate games. And I'm pretty sure and I'm pretty sure there's people that's listening right now can go back and they're like, oh, no, what the fuck are you talk about? You don't watch him. He did this against yeah, this team. Yeah, 12 he did that. catches or whatever. But it's like they're all kind of low impact catches. He's never scored a, a million touchdowns. You right. Know what I mean? He's like, I, I, I don't, don't know. feel like he changes football games. No, like it doesn't come off. Like I've never watched the Saints game 
And it's just like, well, fuck, man. Michael Thomas is just fucking flipped this game on his ass. Yeah. I, it's just like he's he's like he's in that same realm for me as the the Keenan Allens, the Jarvis Landry's just souped up. Yeah, you know what I mean. He's very good. He's, he's excellent. Yes. Don't get me wrong. He is a great player. But it's hard for me to say he's the best receiver in yeah. the league. Yeah, it's hard for it's me. It's really do it. hard it for me to say because he doesn't he doesn't strike me as one that has the physical <laughs> tools. He catches everything thrown in his direction. He might have the best hands in the league. You know, I could you could argue that for sure. Uh, but just the rest of his physical tools, I'm not sure that you put him on a different team that doesn't have Drew Brees, one of the most accurate passers of all time, and he doesn't have all those receptions. You know, I, I yeah. there's something to say. He gets open. He he does it, right? So you can't knock him. He, again, to go back to your Emmett Smith analysis, I think that was great when you were talking about him with um, Cam Jordan uh, being an apt analysis there because he's doing it, right? So you can't knock right. him. He's great, right? He's awesome. But I, I don't know. He just doesn't strike fear into me. I don't think, like, defensive coordinators are up night sweating over Michael Thomas, right? I think there are players on the team that are going to give you more fits on his own team, like Kamara, for example. You know, that's a tough guy to stop out of the backfield. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I yeah, don't know. we just shitted on Michael Thomas. We did shit all over Michael Thomas, didn't we? But hey, that's how we ended he, this fucking thing. Hey, he's all these guys. Five. No, we're not ending like that because uh, Patrick Mahomes should be number one. Okay. Um, and yeah, oh, that's big praise coming I'm a, from you. I'm a Lamar Jackson. You know me. Like I love Lamar Jackson. I love everything about this dude. Um. But at the same time, I'm also one of those guys that uh, I'm I'm very objective about Lamar Jackson, and there's certain sh- there's a lot of shit that he still needs to work on. I'm actually gonna be having a discussion about this on the two point conversation tomorrow. Ooh, okay. uh, yeah, we're discussing Lamar. Very nice. Yeah, um, awesome season. Fucking unanimous MVP. You see my how I hyped him up, but uh, he was not a better football player than Patrick Mahomes last year. Um, what Mahomes did for that Kansas City Chiefs team, like you said, like the comebacks in the playoffs. And in the Super Bowl, uh, and this is off of like he he got hurt during the season, like he fucking dislocated his damn knee. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. And came back and yep. he got the Chiefs. Came back soon, right? Came yeah. back after like uh, that, missing two games, right? Yep. <sighs> that dude is something different. Dislocated knee would ruin my year. Yeah, exactly. It would be over. Yeah, exactly. For me personally, and I don't do anything athletic. It still <laughs> just ruined my life for a full year if I dislocated my knee. This dude came back to play NFL football at a high level in two weeks. Yeah, that's insane. Um. Patrick Mahomes, he and I might be living in the moment, but he might be like the, the most talented quarterback I think I've ever seen in my life. Like it's 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 ridiculous what's, how good he is. What's scary to me is how good he's been and what he can do on the field with you know with, with the cannon arm, with the no look, with the ability to control the game. Uh, he's so young; like he might get better because you know what? If there's any knock yeah, on Mahomes, he, he does some dumb shit sometimes. You know, yes. what I mean, he does some ill-advised throws, forces the ball a little bit, and yeah. I'm my God, being as nitpicky as I can be here to find any flaw in his game, right? Because he's amazing. But if he cleans up some of that stuff, my my God, what he can be. And with, with Andy Reid behind him and the weapons on that team, like that might be a just nasty team for years to come. And in. I think that's the reason why you go with like the, the future of Patrick Mahomes is just going to be is so bright because you got the ultimate quarterback guru in Andy Reid. Andy Reid, the one thing about him, He's going to get the most out of his quarterback, no matter who they are. You go look at some of the quarterbacks he had, like fucking, he turned Michael Vick, who was just known as just, you know, an exciting runner of the football who happens to be a quarterback at that point. He turned him into a fucking Pro Bowl, like drop back quarterback. Right. Like his one season, uh, one season with the Eagles that he had that, that was pretty awesome. Donovan McNabb, I love McNabb. Like McNabb, all due respect to McNabb. He wasn't the most talented quarterback in the NFL. No. You know what I'm saying? But he was he made multiple Pro Bowls, a couple of all pro teams, and a, like what five NFC championship games with him. Did, did you see what Andy Reid got One out of Super Alex Bowl. Smith? Alex Smith, Smith right. turned him into a guy who never quite lived up to his potential, got the best years out of his turned career. Turned him into a Pro Bowl. You know? Matt Castle, bro. Mm-hmm. Was yep. he was Matt was he was uh Andy Reid Matt, Matt Castle? Castle? Uh, no, I, don't I think, think so. he was yeah. still with the Eagles at that point. Fucking Nick Foles. Yeah. Nick Foles yeah. had a, a season where he threw two interceptions of like 20-something touchdowns. Yeah. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's just the ultimate quarterback. So now you actually get a supreme talent like Patrick Mahomes. And he, he and Andy Reid, in fairness, too, gets the best out of all of his players. That yes. way. Andy Reid is the probably the best coach not named Bill Belichick in the NFL in the last 20 years. Yeah. Uh, he's, he's awesome. I was so happy to see him get one. Yeah, I will say. I, I would have hated for him to have gone down as... The best coach that never won one, yeah. right? I mean, because he, I mean, man, if there's anybody more deserving, he seems like a great dude, like great sense of humor mm-hmm. and stuff, you know. 
Uh, he so just represents for the fat guys. There's yeah. a big fat yeah. dude in the sideline. My kind of guy. My favorite is when they pan, they pan to the crowd. The dude's dressed like him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Look just favorite. like him. Yeah, yeah fucking twins. In it. Yeah, yeah, it's my favorite. <laughs> that joint is dope. Yeah. But um, yeah, I think Patrick Mahomes should be number one on this list. I think uh, you can make the argument between Russell Wilson and Lamar Jackson. Um, that's like the the appendant argument going on right now. I think that's fair, but that's that's your top three quarterbacks. Yeah, those you are your top three quarterbacks. Potentially your top three players, unless you want to put Aaron down on number two. I think you can make a case that Aaron Down is the second best sure. football player in the league right now because yeah, he man. just the dude just destroys the offensive lines. So, yeah. but yeah, the top five overall, I don't have too much of an issue with Michael Thomas, and eh, you know you could replace him with somebody. But top four, I think they got. I think they nailed it right now going into this and like last year and then going into the season coming up. Yeah. Those are like your top four guys there. For sure. For sure, man. All right, man. That is the list. Um, you want to go over, or over, like we pretty much talked about snubs. Like, is there any like key snubs that you want to discuss? Uh, like no. for me, it's just like for me, myself, just, just to kind of get it out the way again, it's Carson Wentz. There's no fucking way that Carson Wentz should not be on this list. It's, it's disrespectful that Carson Wentz is not on this list. It's stupid. Carson Wentz leaps out to it's me. It's fucking stupid. Uh, He's not I, on this list. One, one that I mentioned was, um, was Julian Edelman. I thought he could have been on the list, you know, in place. Cortland Sutton. I'm not sure who mentioned him first, if it was me or you, but he's certainly somebody that could have been on there. Uh, you know, and you could you could comb every roster looking for guys that they could have that could have been on there. And I'm sure there's some. But uh, again, all in all, subjective thing. Just kind of a fun list to go through. So I'm I'm pretty content with with most of the players on here. Um, especially especially the further we got towards the top, I think they, they did a pretty good job. Yeah. All right, man. Let's go ahead and wrap up this episode. It was fun. I enjoyed myself. Yeah, for sure. We got to do an episode um, talking about like older players because uh, I kind of want to do some comparisons. Like, you know, we've been putting out the list on the Facebook page about, you know, who would you take? Yeah. I kind of want to do an episode like that. Okay. Just like have like a couple of, and we can have some guests on for that one too. That I think that'd great. be a fun discussion. Sounds great. We should reach out. We should take a look at those polls that we've been putting out there and kind of see what the, what some of the listeners are thinking as yeah. far as some of these guys. Cause I, I think there's a, a lot of cool debates that are out there that we can yeah. have. S.Y.E. debates, baby. Yeah, for Go sure. Go participate. That's awesome. Yeah, let's do that. Um, thank you for listening to this episode. Whoever's listening to it, we really do appreciate you guys. Uh, make sure you go and like our Facebook page, Sports Your Enthusiasm Podcast, Sports Your Enthusiasm Sports Podcast. I always mess that up. Um, go follow us on Twitter, S.Y.E. Pod. Email us. Um, what did you guys think about the top 100 list, man? Go, go email us at Sports Your Enthusiasm Podcast at gmail.com or Facebook message us or you know, inbox us on Twitter, whatever you want to do. Just let us know. Or just call me at home. Yeah, or call us. Yeah. I'm, sitting, I'm sitting around. Exactly. Just give me a call. Hey, man, we most of you know shit. me. Everyone that's listening knows me for the most part. Exactly. Just call me. Just say something. Hey, Ed, <laughs> talk about this. Yeah. Hey, Ed, you're stupid. This was stupid. Exactly. Michael Thomas is awesome. What the hell are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, fuck you All mean. that kind of stuff. I love Michael Thomas. He's awesome. Yeah. He had 13, he got me 26 fantasy points. <laughs> I think you know what that has a lot to do with it. I know that has a lot. Yeah, to that do. has a ton, has a to, ton do to do with it. That has fantasy points. Yeah, fantasy PPR leagues. Michael Thomas killed it, but I don't know, man. I that's I can't I'm, get off it. Overrated, man. I, I love him. Yeah. Overrated though. Yeah. <laughs> I don't get like, this weird thing in my brain. I can't. Get we are past pissing it. off so many Saints fans. Oh not even God. funny. Yeah, the Saints. They're not loving yeah, us they today. Fucking, yeah, they about to stop. Cam Jordan. Unsubscribe. I don't know how he does it. He sucks. He just does it. Michael Thomas. He sucks, but he just does it. Drew Brees is old. <laughs> I, I, I can't help it. That's just the whole team makes me feel that way. <laughs> Drew Brees still don't get why we kneel. Yeah. <laughs> <Yeah>. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah. He got his old teammate telling him to shut the fuck up. My grandpa was in the army. What the fuck? Shut up, Drew. <laughs> God damn it. It's fine. Thank you for listening to the episode. Drink more water. Yeah, have a good day. <laughs> uh,